0: Very special guest for day, big bro, Avina Kesey. Just want to welcome you to the Go Turfers with Travis Garrison on the British State Networks. Man, it's been a long time, bro, since we last mm-hmm. talked, man.
1: How's everything going? Well, we thank God, man. We're doing great. Like you said, it's been a real long time. Um, but uh, we thank God we're all still alive, and <laughs> despite the pandemic, everybody's still looking good and healthy. So we just got to thank God for that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: I'm I'm
0: grateful that you took time out of your busy schedule, man, and to to, to join the podcast, you know, to catch me up, catch everybody else up that want to hear from you about everything that's going on in your life and what you've been up to since you left uh, College Park.
1: Yeah, man, this is really exciting. It's like coming home, you know, I've just been, Maryland is always going to be home for me. So um, you know, yeah, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this show and you know talking to uh, the, uh, our base. You know, once a terrapin, always a terrapin. So I'm sure I've kind of been out of sight for a little while with, my, with the people, and uh, but I, it's really exciting to be able to connect.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. Like I said, I know a lot of people want to hear from you, man. They want to they hit, you know, you know, the fans, man. They, they love their Terps, man. So, like you said, what's yeah. the Terp, always a Terp. They always want to know what's going on, how you guys been. Um, so, I'm just trying to help um, facilitate that. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting, man. Happy to hear that you're doing this kind of show, man. It's really exciting. It's, hey, I'm not going to lie, man. <clears throat> I've been enjoying it myself because, you know, uh, you know, obviously playing that murder myself, But uh, you know, just to hear some of the guys' stories, guys that came before me, you know how the program was, how things were going when they were there, their whole experiences—it's been pretty cool for me. I've been enjoying it. That
1: was great. That was great. That was great.
0: Have you have you had a chance to keep up with the Terps lady like this past year or last couple of seasons?
1: To be honest, I haven't. um, I've been watching more of the NBA. Uh um, In with the league pass, I'm able to just you know log any time of the night and just catch a game or do something. But you know, with college basketball, you really got to look out. You know, like maybe on ESPN, you know, catch a game where Maryland is playing. But it's it's not that common here to catch. Um, and ESPN just I think it just came back this year or yeah. early, earlier this year into our, our our cable system or the satellite right. system here. They were they went they were on for a few years, but they went off. And they just came back. So I've not been able to catch up on, on Maryland basketball as much as I would like.
0: Yeah, because you you where are right now? Where are you right now? Let everybody know where you are. I'm in
1: Lagos. I'm in Lagos, Nigeria. So I've been here. I moved back since 2007. So I've been in Nigeria for the past uh, 14 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, like yeah. you said, yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure that the time change, the schedule, the time they come on, opposed to the time you watch the game. You know, them exactly. have access.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah so I, usually you work,
1: I usually work up around two, three in the morning. <laughs> and then catch an hour or so of an NBA game, you know, so I'm subscribed to the NBA League Pass. I just watched that for about two hours, and then I go back to sleep. Um, so, but if Maryland was playing, like, on ESPN or something like that, I'm definitely trying to catch but it's not It's not very common to catch the games.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Now, quick question. Let's jump right into it, bro. So, what what made you uh, choose uh, college pop? What made you choose to go to Maryland?
1: Oh man, the first time I, I saw Maryland, I came into Maryland. I just fell in love with the campus, man. I love, I love the campus. And then um, my my uncle was a, is a, is a medical doctor that lives in Maryland. Um, so um, that was my connection to Maryland. And then when I came in, and I remember the first time I came into Maryland, they were playing pickup. Like a summertime it was Johnny Rhodes, Joe Smith, X ray Hip, all those guys. They were balling. And I just came in. I was a recruit, and uh, I was like, "Man, these guys are serious." So, you know, from then on, I just kind of fell in love with it, with the program. And and, and then what also made it really easy for me was that Maryland had the academic programs, it could be the majors I wanted to study, like which was uh, mechanical engineering and business. So, yeah, it, it, really, it was a perfect fit for me. Right. So,
0: did you would you consider any other schools, or Maryland was just like the only
1: option? No, there are many other schools. There was George Washington that really chased. I mean, they were really actually really upset when I signed with Maryland, <laughs> because they had I been mean, recruiting me really hard. Um, there was uh, University of Connecticut. I remember I went visit. Was Ray Allen that took me around with those guys, Kevin Ollie and those guys. Yeah. Uh, well, there was also uh, University of Miami, but I didn't. I ended up not taking the visit because I was tired of going to different schools. And there was Rice University because my dad is oil and gas. Um, business and so you wanted to take a look at the school in Houston. Um, so there were different schools, but I just narrowed down to Maryland, George Washington, Connecticut, uh, and then Rice University. are only four visits I took, and right. then I—I I mean, I already knew that I was going to go to Maryland on one side, but I just wanted to take those visits just to get the experience.
0: Right. Yeah, man, that's awesome, man. Um, so, what was it like? You said you walked in the gym and your friends over the gym. You had uh, said you said profit. You
1: had uh, Johnny Rose. Who else you had there, man? So that year, you know, we were all freshmen. Me and Prophet and uh, um, Brian Watkins, we were all the same year. And Terrell Stokes. Um, then, uh, But the year before us, obviously, was like, you know, this guy that were be there before us, like Johnny Rose, X-Ray here, um, um, Lucas, Mario Lucas, and jo- Joe, Joe Smith. Those guys were. I think they were playing in summertime, and they had some other guys in the area. Well, you know Maryland, DC area. Everybody played. Came to Maryland to play ball during the summertime, yeah. and then you had the Wizards. Some of the Wizards players there too. Like I think it was Rasheed Wallace. Those guys, man, it was serious. You know, so you go on there, you know, you are going against one of the best players in the country. So it was really, really fun. I love the competition. So for me, I just. I just fell in love with the place, and then uh, so it, it, it was that experience just told me that I need to be in Maryland if I want to get better.
0: Right, absolutely. I can. I, I heard so many stories about those uh, those runs up there at uh, Maryland, man, especially during the summertime. I mean, they used to come up there when I was there during the summertime, man. Where the runs was crazy. You had like you said, you had the lead guys coming in, Whoever's was in town at the time, whoever's was in town that summer. They um, them, them pickup games used to be legendary, man.
1: Yeah, the, the, the gym called. You know, we played in the Kofi I don't. I think you guys. Were you guys? You play at the new new Comcast Arena, or you play the Kofi yeah.
0: So my freshman year was the first year that
1: Comcast opened up. So I didn't have a chance. I mean, you guys, I you, guys you guys are the guys are the brand new kids, man. We played in the <laughs> Kofi and we had it. We had a gym called the old gym, and then we had the gym that we used to play in the summertime, it was on the other side of campus. I forgot the name of the, that gym. It was like, it was a gym that was like two courts. It was hot. It was a hot gym. It was like a gym. On the I,
0: let, I know exactly. Yeah, the where they
1: built the where they, build the, uh, where they build the swimming pool, like the big swimming pool and the big like sports center. Right, you know, right. where they had all the big, so that was, that was close to that place. And man, summertime, that place was serious. I mean, everybody from DC, Virginia, you know, Maryland, you know, even the local players, then the professional players, and then the Maryland players. I mean, it was serious. I mean, right. you, you would play balling like for like two months straight in a hot-ass gym, man. So that really got me better. Man, I, like I said, man, I, I, I still I hear stories
0: all the time about how those uh, games were, man, and how tested were. But like you said, yeah. it, it's preparing you for, you know, the upcoming season Then you played against pros and you know all those elite players, man. I mean, you got no choice but to get better.
1: Or those guys, Chris Webber, Chris Webber used to come ball with us. You know, uh, man, the Wizards play Ross Tricklin. Um, oh man, this guys were coming used to come in there. and Just you know, you I mean if you're going against those guys, man, it's summertime, man. You, are you able to hold your own? You know, you get right. ready. You know, so it was it was tremendous. Man. Right. So, so how how
0: was your how was your freshman year, man? Come making that transition from high school to college, especially playing at college pop back in ACC, man, when it was super tough, man. So how was that experience
1: for you? It was a serious experience because if we weren't getting in good condition, it was different because you know you're playing in high school. So when you're now coming to the college level, it's different, you know, different level of conditioning. So that was, I remember our training camp out conditioning was it was crazy. I mean, I almost more right, running like 1,800, 1,800-yard sprints. Yeah, it was like some different level type of conditioning. So wow. the freshman year was pretty good. I mean, I, I wasn't really expected to do much because I really had like two years of organized basketball experience, coaching experience. Yeah. Because I, I only first time I ever got coached playing basketball when I was 18 when I got to Worcester Academy in Massachusetts. So I spent two years there and, you know, got better every year. that's why Maryland was recruiting me. And by the time I got to Maryland, I mean, I was improving every year. So my freshman year was like um, an experience. Man, I was turned right into fire because Joseph had just left, so I was replacing the number one pick in the draft. So the pressure was crazy. A lot, you know. I'm going, but I just, you know, put my my head down, worked hard every day, and kind of try to get better. And, uh, was, you know, and the results showed. I just, I just improved every game, every year, and uh, that's how I was able to make it to, to, to the NBA by, by the time I was a senior.
0: Right. <clears throat> and I think because I think the I think the year I watched because I made it to the 316, one of your years there, right? Am I not mistaken?
1: Yeah, we made it to the Sweet 16 every year after my no no. I think we made it to the Sweet 16 my my fresh my no no, no we didn't make it to the Sweet Sixteen. my my freshman year. We lost to Arizona. I'll never forget Tempe Arizona. We lost to Steve Nash's team. Wow. Steve Nash's team There's beat us. There. Sorry. Sorry, Thank sorry, you. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> If Nash's team, see if Nash's team, can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yeah. See yeah, if Nash's team beat us, beat, beat us at the uh, at the I think it was the second round of the uh, of the uh, second round of the of the tournament. Right. Um in, in, in my freshman year. But the, after that, we made to 616 every year um after that. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, our team was loaded too, bro. Because what year? What, year this yeah. year, what year was Steve on the team with you? What year was that? That was ninety. 90- that
1: was my that was junior year. That was oh. my amen. That was senior year that Steve came in. Yeah.
0: Wow! 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 Man, what, what was some? What was some of your uh your your best memories there, man? Well, like, what was some of those games? Obviously, you know, you got the we got the Duke games. What was some of those uh, those those legendary games that you was like, man, I can't wait for this? But I know back then the ACC, I mean, ACC was always tough, man. Yeah.
1: But, but yeah. What, what ACC, ACC, was a different level, man. You talking about North Carolina, Duke, Wake Forest? Uh, Wake Forest had yeah, and team Duncan, you know, um, and he was a oh, man. the best player I ever played against in my life. I'm gonna tell you, in my position, that guy was that guy was unreal. Yeah. Uh, uh, then uh, you had North Carolina, Vince Carter, Antoine Jamieson, uh, Shimon Williams. I mean, the whole starting five minutes in the NBA, you know. Um, then you had Duke with uh, with Elton Brand, um, 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 Corey Maggetty, um Wojowski. I mean, they are, the team was loaded, man. So it was really tough. You know every night and it was it was such a wonderful experience because i remember anytime, any time any of a game was like a festival at maryland it was it was crazy because right. those tickets were the hardest right. tickets to come by and and you literally would seeing students sleeping outside of coffee house like two days before the games just to get tickets it was right. like a, a, a big, a big party man for the, when those games came about so it was i was well, always super hyped for those for those two games duke, duke and maryland duke duke and north carolina
0: right and i used to remember that man <clears throat> I, remember, I went to the um i went to a I went to the duke game i went to a couple of games when i was going to my, my, my senior year when i was in high school so i used to, i experienced that cold field house environment and probably yeah. like as a fan super hot super hot in there Super hot, but the fans like yeah. right there on you. The crowd was crazy, man. It was like a great atmosphere of playing. You know, hello.
1: Say that again, please.
0: Yeah, I, and I said, man, I, I said I experienced that that cold field environment, man. When uh, the, the, the big games, like the Duke games, I was at a, I was at one of them for sure, and how crazy it was, and you know, people were trying to buy tickets outside for a crazy amount of prices
1: um, just to get that experience. Yes. Yeah, man, it was it was it was it was an unbelievable experience. That place was so loud; it was it was crazy when we played North Carolina Duke. Right. It was so loud we couldn't even hear yourself during the games. It was it was that loud, you know. Right. So, but you know, it was really exciting. It was really, I and mean, we obviously we wanted to play our best. We didn't want to win those games, and, and right. I think we had, we held our own against those two teams, right. especially playing at home. Right. What well, what was it? What was it like for you? What was your experience like playing for uh, G Dub, man? <laughs> he always <laughs> asked me that. G-Dub was the most, intense, the most intense coach I ever played for, man. He, he, I mean, I, I always give him credit because G-Dub was trying to get the best out of his players. That was, right. that was, that was the best thing I could say. He just wanted you to maximize your potential. Right. And I can say that G-Dub got every ounce of what I had from, from my potential at Maryland. So that's all you can really ask for because, yes, was he very animated and, you know, very intense. Yes, right. but it was good because uh, I think that every day uh we also played very, we also played a very intense level. And even the way we played was very exciting. You know, we had the sideline, the pressure defense right. and all of that stuff. And, they I mean, we played a fast paced game, and So it was really exciting to watch, you know, from, from, from a fan perspective. Right. So, he, but he didn't really
0: have to <clears throat> do a whole bunch of culture with you guys, man, because you guys are very experienced, man. Um a lot of leaders on the team. So I'm pretty sure. I mean, obviously he's gonna coach it, but he didn't have to do a lot of hands-on probably because the guys that I had on the team at the time.
1: Well, you know, from when you come in, because most of the guys spent four years, aside from Joe that left after his sophomore year, but most of the guys spent four years at Maryland, right? Or at least three years. Yeah, most of them spent four years. So you you always had veterans on the team. So when I came in, it was Johnny Rose, it was actually it was Keith Booth. That were, the, that, were, that were the leaders of the team. So, I mean, you learn from them, you know, you learn from them. And those guys are very, very solid players and very, very good players. So you you pick up and they, they get you to understand how much you had, how well you had to play, how well you had to prepare. You know, right. our summertime runs were legendary. We we, we worked hard, you know, to, to get better. And in the games, we expect to win. You know, there was no there's no game we went into saying we couldn't win. You know, we, were, we, we went to every game expecting to win and that's what GW, you know, made sure we understood. So there was no like saying, oh, we can't beat North Carolina. We can't beat Duke or we can't beat. We went in there trying, to, trying, trying <laughs> to get them all the time, or trying to beat them. So right. that, that's what we, we prepared, yeah. Well,
0: what, what were our practices like? You know, I'm, GW don't believe in a lot of running, man. Our runs came in with the 505s, like playing um, yes. you know, a lot right. of five oh five. They believe in, you know, Running and doing all the sprints. we
1: did. We, we did the, the. We did. The, we did the running like preseason, getting in mm. condition and all that kind of stuff. But when it came to practice, more like like you said, like five on five. You know, drills like you know more team related um um um, 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 um drills and and all that kind of stuff. And then maybe once in a while after practice. You get on again run something. Maybe if you mess up or something like that, you get on line. You know, but it wasn't like it was in that good condition. All the condition that we did was um, um, before the, um, you know, it was, was like before practice started. Right. Yeah. So,
0: man, you had your four years at um, at, at Maryland, man. Then you getting ready for the, the draft, man. What was that process like for you? Say sure, again, please. I said, what was that process like for you now? You did your four years at Maryland, man, had a very good career there. Now you're getting ready for the NBA. How was that process for you? And, like, like, where were you, like, did you expect to go high? Like, what was, what was that a whole experience for you?
1: Well, Unfortunately for me, you know, um, I was glad to be one of the top picks in the draft, but I tore my Achilles tendon my senior year, like, right at the end of my career. Um, that was around February 9th. i never forget, I never forget that date. You know, we... I told my kids, I said, well, like, we're, we're preparing for going to play North Carolina State, and coach was pissed off as the way we were practicing. I really me having some discomfort in my Achilles, my lower Achilles. I used to have like, I found that I was heavily flat. I was flat footed. I probably yeah. had some orthotics. Mm. And but you know, at that time we we're young. I mean, the- yeah. <laughs> every morning I remember before the on and my would be sore. You know, take a to get my yeah, walk. Yeah, like that. Yeah. But that look in the practice of the locker room, and then I, I mean, we, I decided to just get it. I go back. Let's go get good, good, good practice before we go get it because we're flying that night to North Carolina. Right. So I just want let's go get it. And then my the first move I made, pop. Wow, she just, just gave. You know, and that was, that was the end of my college career right. there. So it was really unfortunate. I think we had a very strong team that year. With Steve Francis and those guys, I felt we could have made it to the final four um, that year. But um, yeah, so it was unfortunate. But anyway, you know, I ended up being drafted in the second round um, with the injury. With the injury, I didn't have any. Real, I didn't have workouts. You know, with with the NBA team. So in fact I was even drafted in the second round I'm sure that I was I was I was, uh, I, was I was in pretty good position to be drafted high. So, but uh, when I look back at it, I was I was really appreciative of the opportunity I had at Maryland, and I think I maximized my potential there.
0: Right. Yeah, man. I mean, that's like you said, man. That's very fortunate. You said you have no workouts until your ACL, man, and you still like you said went. No, my Achilles, um, my Achilles, my
1: Achilles. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Is, just still even to get drafted without any workouts, man. Like you said, it, it just it, it spoke to how the expectations that the scouts and the teams had for you and what they thought about you, man. So that's yeah, that's that's awesome, yeah. man.
1: So, yes, yes. It was great.
0: So what, what was what was that NBA experience like, man? You know, like that whole rookie year. I mean, I you know, no, like you said, we talked about the transition from high school to college. Now you're talking about from college to the NBA. And you know, that's when back then, man, the NBA was what it was, you know. So what was that experience like for you uh coming in as a rookie and then that whole your whole experience, man, the NBA experience? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was a great experience, but the fact was that I came into the NBA in, in, off an injury. and killing injury is a serious injury. So I was a little bit behind, you know, but I tried to make up, you know, try during the year to get better shape, get get, a, get stronger, with, get a leg, my, my, my low, low calf muscle to be stronger. Right. But you do lose a little bit of uh, muscle in your lower leg, you, a little bit of atrophy in your right leg. So it took a while for me to build up my strength back. But uh, um, I think my NBA career, Unfortunate that, I mean, making the NBA enough is a great feat, but I feel like I could have done had a better career if I did um, many injuries. So right. the Achilles was the first one, then I you know was able to play three years, then later on I got to the Atlanta Hawks, like my fourth year, and then I tore my ACL, so and that was the best shape of my life, leading the team in scoring and rebounding at that time, so and when I look back at it, it was, you know, it was, you know, it was cut short a little bit, but injuries, but, uh, yeah, know, with everything that happens in life, you have to take it like that. And to be quite honest, if I had had a more solid NBA career, I would never have back. You know, everything, thank you for the experiences, and I'm actually really quite glad I was able to come back. And I have a wonderful family. I have a wife here with four children. I've built um, a very successful business. I'm building another business now, and so... Is that life has been good, man? That's that's very <clears throat> like you said,
0: that's awesome, man. Like you said, man, unfortunately, sometimes things happen in our lives for reasons that we may not even understand at the time. Yeah, now you say you're back in you back home, man, and you're doing great things there. So, talk a little bit about that, about what you have going on now. I know, uh, you have an academy going on right now, right?
1: Yeah, so, um, my, my dream, especially when I had that um ACL's injury in um in Atlanta. It really gave me a lot of time to reflect on what I really want to do, you know, post my basketball career. Because at that time I felt I really felt the first time I actually felt the vulnerability of an athlete, knowing that this thing can end up anytime. And being in the best shape of my life, I really couldn't, I really didn't believe I, I could get injured. You know, and you know, and I know how hard I worked uh, to even get in that kind of shape, you know. So but I used that time to rehab and also to think about you know, what I want to do in Nigeria. And I came back to Nigeria at that time, did a camp in my home, in my hometown. And, you know, there was so much interest in basketball. And But we didn't have the facilities. We didn't have the facilities. We didn't have the programming for grassroots basketball development. So my dream was always to build something like this. Build a, build a, a you know, basketball academy and also build up so the, the programming that is required, you know, you guys in the U.S. You're so fortunate. You have the the middle school, high school programs, and then you, the high school feeds into the college programs. You have the high school leagues that are very, very successful. Then you have the college basketball that is extremely successful, and then get the NBA ranks you know, and all that. Then the G League that is now successful. So these, all these, all these platforms enable players um, to 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 not only. Improve their basketball skills, but get an education while at it, and also set up the rest of their lives. So that's what I want to do here with this platform, with this infrastructure. And instead of building the consistent program, in partnering with other high schools in the areas, set up a high school league, setting up an AU format type of um, summer 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 program. You know, then the other holidays, having holiday program, holiday camps, all these things are what we need here to develop this develop kids at a younger age, and they give the opportunity to actually come over to the U.S., if they're good enough, to earn a a scholarship uh, and play basketball. uh, And then, uh, I mean, from then on, if they be able to make it to the NBA or WNBA, that's even better. But at least um, the opportunity with the physical ability they have here in Nigeria and Africa, at least to get get a good scholarship is is, is realistic. So that's what we're trying to achieve for these kids.
0: And that's awesome, man. That's great, that's great, man, for somebody that that, went, that has so many experiences like you, you, know, played on the highest level in college, then the highest level in regards to the NBA, then come back and basically teach the young guys that look up to you uh, about life and try to give them opportunities. When do If people want to find out more information about this, where, where can they go?
1: So you can go to obnacademy.com, obnacademy.com. Um, we have our website there. Um, we're launching different programs, after-school programs. I actually working in our virtual program now because you know I have a lot of experience in technology. Mm-hmm. You know, I came from the travel industry and use a lot of technology on online, online, online uh, platforms. So we're launching our virtual camps, which allows kids from all over Nigeria, all over Africa, to subscribe to our to our our, our online program, and they can they can practice with us at home, um, especially if they cannot, especially after school. We really want to inculcate basketball as part of the curriculum for these kids' uh, education in Nigeria. So we can't just do it only in our physical location here. We also wanna use technology, um, use a virtual platform to be able to allow these kids to subscribe. And that's how I even learned basketball. I I learned basketball by watching I Olaju on on satellite TV and then told my dad to give me a basket in the house and uh, the ball. And that's how I learned, I was watching team and trying to emulate his moves in the backyard. So we want to establish um, this kind of program where we can have our own coaches here to be coaching these kids on the the, the skills, uh, passing, shooting, dribbling, all of those things at home while they, they cannot be here physically with us. So I think that's going to be huge.
0: Absolutely, man. That sounds uh, <clears throat> that sounds great, man, what you're doing. Like I said, man, it's, it's inspiring me to keep going, trying to do things I'm doing. Like I said, man, anything I can do to help. And, you know, obviously other people are going to probably reach out and, you know, see how they can help. Um, anything you need from me, big bro, man. I I definitely appreciate everything that you did for me. You know, I remember coming to campus before I got there, man, to play and pick up with you guys. And then, you know, you pulling me to the side and, you know, giving me advice and, you know, telling me what I need to work on and how to improve, man. So I definitely appreciate all the help that you gave me throughout my career. And I'm pretty sure a lot of other people do too, man.
1: Thank you so much, man. I mean, everybody, we always got to help each other. And I was helped also coming in. So, I mean, we always have to pass on that knowledge to the younger ones coming in. That's what we're doing here, you know, and passing this knowledge about what is possible, what they, what, they, what, they, what their vision, what they can achieve in their lives. They're putting the hard work. And that's what we're trying to do here, just, you know, get these kids to see some, see an opportunity. You can imagine if we can get kids coming out of here, going to college, earning a college degree and possibly playing the NBA. I mean, you know how much NBA players are earning these days. Every salary in the NBA is just through the roof, and so you can imagine a ten-year-old kid now standing with us, and maybe in like ten years from now, he's being drafted in the NBA. You know what impact that could have on just not his family, but on the society in general. So we just have to do the work and uh, look at it from a long-term perspective, and and uh, by God's grace, keep healthy and, and be alive, and to, to see the bed uh, the, the the fruits of the lay of our labor. So. They're really excited about what we're doing here. Man, that's like I said,
0: man, that's <clears throat> that's huge, man. I know it's gonna be, I know it's gonna all pay off, man. I know it's gonna work out because you know, like you know, us as competitors and athletes, man, we we're gonna we understand the process, we're gonna keep pushing until we become successful, until until whatever we're doing is a success, or we're gonna at least try our very best to make it happen.
1: Okay, then I want to extend an invitation to all my guys. You know, this is a great platform. I've not been encountering all my guys. I mean, me, I'm listening. I'm talking about coaches, my guys that play basketball, they're coaching. We're doing a big summer tournament this, this summer. It's called the OBN Hoop Summit. Those of them that I always had a plan to come to Nigeria, this is an opportunity for them to come. They can contact me on LinkedIn or con- uh, contact me at obina at obnacademy.com. They can send me an email. If they want to come and, and participate in what we're doing, or just come and watch. Uh, if, they, if they're into coaching in the high school level or college level, they want to come as scout players out here please feel free to reach out to me we extend the invitation help them with the whole visa processing and they come out here it'll be between the months of july and august and so they come and spend a few weeks here with us and really enjoy it it's great
0: oh man yeah that's awesome man like i said i know i'm gonna i'm gonna are gonna be in talks for sure and i'm pretty sure a lot of other guys man you know former players coaches Mm -hmm. um that would love to have an opportunity to, to help you even probably some of the you know, the fans or Boosters at Maryland, man, would probably love to help and, you know, try to be uh, of some assistance
1: if possible. Yeah, I'll be awesome. I love to have you guys down here, man. It's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm going to take you up on that offer for real, man. But uh, I definitely appreciate you taking time out your day, man. Like I said, I know you're a a busy man. Um, Yeah. I appreciate you, you know, um, stopping by, man, and, and giving everybody an update on what's going on with you and, you know and talk a little bit about your experiences. at Merlin, I appreciate you for joining the gold turbines with Travis Barrison on the field of C-State networks. My big bro, Obina Akizi, I appreciate you, brother.
1: Thank you, man. I appreciate you, man. Great job you're doing, man. You're looking good too, man. Look like you see, you see, ball a little bit. <laughs>
0: hey, looks gonna be deceiving, man. You know, but man, <laughs> <be> <laughs> the same no more, man. Them uh, The same. Oh man, look at I, hey, I my body. Hey, I respect my body. It yeah.
1: Told me a little while ago that it's it open. Now, now I, yeah, yeah, it man. You know? I'm telling you, I'm now, telling but, you, man. We can, we can only, we can only show them what we used to do. We can't do it no more. That's yeah, all. Hey, we tell them about it. You know, go super slow. You know, it would know. Yeah, exactly. Was, you know. You know? So,
0: exactly. But, now, but now I, appreciate you, bro, man. Love to the Thank family, you, man. Thank you. Stay safe, bro. We definitely gonna stay in touch, man. Again, I appreciate <laughs> you, brother.
1: Okay, man. Take care, man. Nice having me. Nice nice for you to have me on the show, man. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you.